Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely wonderful and blessed day today. We're staying busy down here in Florida, as always. It's actually the first nice day of weather we've had after the rainstorm that we've had pretty much all week. So that's really nice. It's actually really nice for a change. And uh, thank you again for the continued emails and support. I got a lot of emails yesterday. A lot of people liked the show yesterday. And uh, just thank you for the feedback on that. And be sure if you guys need anything to check out the website, the ultimate multiple capsules are on sale. I told you guys that earlier this week, we're going to throw them on sale for you and they are up on the front page for 15% off on the ultimate multiple capsules. One of the best staple supplements. A lot of people ask, what's the first thing I, you know, to recommend when you start making changes, when you start getting in better shape, when you start eating cleaner, when you start working out and you want to make a difference, I always tell everybody, I said, the basis, the always the basis to start with is the ultimate multiple. That's like digging the footer for your foundation. That puts the base down. So be sure to check that out, the website, healthmasters.com. And other than that, how are you doing this morning, Dad? Austin doing absolutely wonderful. You know, had a pretty good night's sleep and, you know, we're basically looking forward to you being on Hagman tonight and doing the show today and i also want to thank you guys for all the feedback from the show that austin and i did yesterday and austin was phenomenal on the show yesterday and and we really talked a lot about pastors in the pulpit and what their responsibility was and is and what they're not doing and what they are doing and so it was a good show i've got a lot of a lot of feedback from yesterday's show in fact i had more feedback from yesterday's show than i think i had from the one i had with dr tenpenny on tuesday which i actually found kind of surprising because i think dr tenpenny did a phenomenal job with us on tuesday but guys you know it's so important that we all understand a few things here and and i and i tried to discuss a few of them yesterday but this morning i spoke to a friend of mine who's you know also an alternative media and and he was doing a lot of research on what's going on as far as the satanic ritual abuse and all the different things that are happening around the country. And, and he told me this morning, I talked to him for about a half an hour. And he said, look, he said, here's the deal. He goes, you're right. He goes, it's all based out of the Zohar. And I said, yeah, I know. And the problem is once you see it, you cannot see it. Um, let, me, let me, let me go into that a little bit more. If you finally understand that we've been manipulated since 1820, when the Masonic Lodges decided they wanted to bring, bring back Israel to rebuild the Third Temple. I mean, this is 200 years ago. And you realize that they've been pushing towards this orchestrated event to bring in a Third Temple to bring out the Antichrist. When you finally see it, that they want to take the, the, they want to take the Spear of Destiny, which they claim to have, which is the spear that was plunged into Jesus' side on the cross, and they want to take their man of perdition, their Antichrist, into the Holy of Holies, and cut him and shed his blood, not kill him, just drip blood on the altar, and then bring him out and declare him God. You know, when you finally get that, that's what this is all about, and you finally get to the point that they want to basically bring us under Noahide laws and make the worship of Jesus Christ and see him as a deity, which he is, as the great I am, when you basically realize that they want to stop all that to worship their serpent god, you start to understand that this is what it's been about for hundreds of years. In fact, it's been about this for thousands of years, going back to the ancient Canaanite religions. To bring us back to Genesis chapter 6, Jesus told us this was going to happen. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon the return of the Son of Man. He knew they were going to do this again because he's omnipresent, right? 
God is omnipresent. He looked down and saw the timeline, said, well, they're going to do it again. So that's why we have to use every bit, how should I say, of our resolve, of our commitment, of our dedication to Christ and our dedication to the word of God, to the Bible, to the New Testament and the blood of Jesus to stand against this onslaught. I was speaking to another pastor friend of mine, and he's a big promoter and supporter of Israel. And he basically told me last night, I was talking to him, and he said, well, you know, Ted, you need to realize that the Zohar and the Talmud is basically not scripture. And I said, I understand that. But these people who believe that it is, they believe that it is. As Christians, we don't see it as that. So we want to pretend like they're not really practicing from that, and they really don't believe what it says. When you say it's okay to have sex with a three-year-old little girl or sodomize a little three-year-old boy up to the age of nine, that's not okay. And that's the problem. You know, Tel Aviv, again, has been named the number one homosexual destination in the world. And we've got to see what's going on and who's involved in this, and we have to take the blinders off. But I'm going to say this to you again. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Some things cannot be unseen. And once you finally see the pieces of the puzzle, like my friend this morning goes, you were right. It's about the Kabbalah. It's about the Zohar. He goes, I'm finding all of this symbology from the Kabbalah and the Zohar at these sacrificial ritual sites. I said, yeah, I know. Because this is the primer for witchcraft. And for Satanism, that's been around for thousands and thousands of years to the ancient Canaanite religions. When you finally see it, that the world is being controlled by the ancient Canaanite religions, by a priest and priestess's class at the highest levels. And he goes, well, you can't believe all of these places out in the woods where we're finding satanic altars and human sacrificial sites and all the things that are going on. I said, yeah, I know. I said, I've been telling you guys it's been real. It's been real since the days of the ancient Canaanite religions which they would have their orgies, and then nine months later, they would take these children and sacrifice them to Baal or to Moloch or Asherah. And you have to ask yourself a question. Why did God get so mad at, the ancient, at ancient Israel? It was because of this. It, they, 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 for some reason, they couldn't get it out of their system after they had spent 400 years in Egypt and gotten indoctrinated into this worship and this weird stuff they were involved with. Remember after they crossed the Red Sea and they had all the miracles, the pillar of fire? And all the ten plagues that hit Egypt, and the death of the firstborn, and the death angel, and the, and the blood on the doorposts being put on with hyssop from the lambs that were slaughtered. Do you remember all this? And the first thing they do when Moses goes up on the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, they decide to just chill out and have a giant sacrificial orgy with a golden calf. Yeah, human sacrificial orgy. And you know, and Moses comes down, and God's had enough. He says, I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to kill them all. I'm paraphrasing. And Moses says, please don't do that. Please don't have people say that, you know, you got them out of Egypt to take them out here and kill them. Don't, you don't, don't, please don't do this. And so God, again, basically was convinced by Moses, which is pretty neat that God can be petitioned when he wants to do something. And you can talk to us as a friend like he did with Moses or with Adam in the garden before the fall. And, and basically, you know, be persuaded through prayer and through fasting and us petitioning God to change things. Things, and that's why I say to you guys, we've got to walk circumspectly with God, carefully. We've got to think about what we do. It's like your parents, you know, when you were a kid. You know, if you ask for the car keys, you better not go out and drink with your parents' car. You remember all that? You better not go out and get into a big party. You better not go out and get a bunch of speeding tickets. You better not end up in jail. 
because if you do, then your parents have got to come back in and try to fix stuff, and you're going to hear about it. Oh, boy, are you going to hear about it. And you're probably going to get grounded. You're probably going to lose the car. You, you may even have your license taken away. All these different things can happen. Well, see, you have to learn to walk circumspectly or carefully with your parents when you're young to get through your pubescent years. <laughs> so I'm just being direct here. And the same thing is with God. You know, we've got to get the fact that God loves you. You're his child. You were created in his image. Now, we've probably been damaged and DNA altered from all the thousands and thousands of years of these weirdos and interfering with the human genome. I got that. But it doesn't make any difference. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you're restored back to God through Christ. I talked about that yesterday. And there's so many letters in the Bible that talk about how the saints need to do this and the saints need to do that when he's addressing the New Testament believers. just thought I'd mention that. You guys can look those up on your own. See, it's so important to understand that we've been sanctified through the blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no sacrifice of sins. That's why these satanic groups shed the blood. It's an inversion of what God said. God doesn't want us shedding human blood. He doesn't want us shedding the blood of animals. He doesn't want us doing any of that. He doesn't want us doing any of that because Jesus Christ shed his blood for you on the cross. And by doing so, he created an omnipresent field because he's an omnipresent God from an energy standpoint that broadcasts through scalar and longitudinal waves throughout all time space for all eternity to be an eternal sacrifice to make sure that you stay restored and redeemed to God Almighty. Yesterday, I got a great text from one of our listeners and said that because of our show that they've started praying and that this man had sent us a text and that he's become a spiritual leader in his family. Guys, we all have to be spiritual leaders. And, and thank you so much for sending me these texts and, and encouraging what we do. Because as Christians, this morning I told Savannah, my 18-year-old, I said, we need to pray. Because she's been visiting her grandmother for the past week and she hasn't prayed with us in a week. Well, she decided to run off and do some other stuff. And I called her back into the living room. And I said, look, I said, I didn't ask you if you wanted to pray. You know, you're living under my household. You're living under my roof. You know, you're in college. I told you it was time to pray. So please come in here and pray. Well, I'm I said, I don't care how busy you are. I don't care. This is an important time of the day in which you have to be one with God and you have to pray to God. And so she did. She sat down and she prayed. You say, well, I can't believe your child would sit down and pray after you told him to. Well, I can't believe that your child doesn't if they're living under your household and under your roof. Now, you, sometimes they push back and they don't want to do certain things or act certain ways. But if you're supporting them and you're paying the bill, that means you're enabling them to do whatever they're doing. You might as well enable them to pray and get used to praying and to realize that if you don't pray, you don't start your right day off right. I've got another friend of mine who's a pastor, and he told me he was scheduled to go back to Israel you know, next year. He didn't know what to do because he had not taken the COVID shot, and he wasn't going to take the COVID shot. And see, and I like that. So now we're having pastors all over the country wake up and say, we are not going to do this. We're not going to take the COVID shot. Here's the problem, and this is what's going to happen with Christian Zionism in the United States. Once the Christian church sees, you know, in aggregate, which it may not, but if it ever did, if it sees in aggregate what's happened with Zionism, that Tel Aviv is the number one homosexual destination in the world, that the Talmud says having sex with infants is okay and toddlers is okay, and the world sees it, and they understand it. There's going to be a gigantic backlash. The problem is the Costa Nostra, 
<laughs> the Jewish mafia via the Rothschild banking cartel and the Catholic Church and the CIA, they control the media through Operation Mockingbird and have done so for the past 50, 60 years. And so you never hear the truth of what's going on from the mainstream media. You always get slanted information. You know, right now we know that there's 17,503 people dead in Europe, 1,687,527 injuries from the vaccine in Europe right now. But yet, when have you, gonna, when have you heard that on the mainstream media? You don't hear it. And then you get, then you, then you get, then you get organizations like the Epic Times. Now, I'm, I'm going to pick on them for just one second. You know, they're basically going, oh, by the way, we've got all of this stuff happening in the United States. All of this stuff is happening, and it's because of the Chinese coronavirus. Well, no, it's not the Chinese coronavirus. You know, that's the narrative that they want to punch through. That's the narrative they want you to believe. And I've told you before, I personally don't listen very much to the Epic Times. I really don't because sometimes they've got some pretty good articles. Other times it's like that. Right in the middle of this article talking about what's going on, they throw in the Chinese coronavirus, and now Biden's going door to door. Now, Biden's planning on going door to door. Now, I don't know how he can do that in a county like Polk County with Sheriff Grady Judd. I don't know how he can get his federal goons to come down here and start marching in different neighborhoods and pounding on doors and asking you and basically asking you for personal medical information when they're protected under HIPAA. I don't know how. And I don't know how they're going to get you to not say you've already been vaccinated or you've already had the coronavirus like I've already had if they come to your front door. I mean, how are they going to do all that? Or is this just another intimidation tactic? Is this just something else that they basically are trying to do to try to force you to do what they want? Kind of like the over 535 people now who have been charged six months after the January 6th riots by the Department of Justice who refused to look at Hunter Biden's laptop. Refused. Now, why is that? Why is that we don't have people looking at the laptop? Why is it that Joe Biden is president? Why is the Department of Justice deeply involved in this? Why? And I've mentioned this to you before, because we have other countries running the United States of America through APAC and the ADL and forcing their will upon the United States and what we will and won't look at. You know, Donald Trump, I don't care for him. I've told you that. His daughter's a Kabbalist. His son's a Kabbalist, son-in-law. I don't like what he did with the January 6th riots for not basically. I personally believe he was a figurehead. I believe for the first year he tried to do what was right. He, I believe he was the accidental president. I really do believe that. I believe the algorithms hadn't been established properly for Hillary the witch, who was a, and is a Sabbatean witch. who we went to her witch's coven every six weeks, according to Larry, Larry Nickel, who worked for them when they were in the mansion in the governor's mansion and in the White House. Yeah, Larry Nickel, those are his words, not mine. You know, I believe she's a witch. I do. I believe Larry's telling the truth. But she was almost president. And basically, she remember, she pitched a little – Witch fit, <laughs> I guess I could say it that way after the loss, and started throwing things and slinging things and flipping table to table. Wouldn't even address her supporters. Wouldn't even address them because she had been told she was going to win. But the algorithms hadn't been fixed enough because Trump overwhelmingly took the election, and they couldn't cheat enough at the last second. Well, they fixed that on this last one when Trump basically wasn't doing exactly what they wanted. Perhaps he wasn't going into Iran. I don't know what he did. I do know he made a bunch of he made he made light and made some jokes about some of the Jewish people in the room one time. Maybe that hacked them off. I don't know. But the point is this. 
you know, we're in a situation that if we don't stand up as Christians right now, I mean, right now, how many more people, 535 charged now with the DOJ, how many more people are going to be charged? Will you be charged for not taking a vaccine? Will you be sent to a detention camp to be isolated and quarantined until you decide to take the vaccine or until you just are disappeared, kind of like the concentration camps? Where is this going to go? I don't know. But I do know this, that we can do all things through Christ, through Jesus, for he is the author. He is the finisher and he is the perfecter of our faith. And we have to keep our hearts and our minds focused on Jesus and not all this negative stuff. But we've got to tell the truth. We've got to tell the people the truth of who's doing this, how they're doing it. The Chucky Schumers, the dual citizens in Congress and in the Senate who are forcing the will of another country, which is the number one homosexual destination of the world, on us who control Hollywood, who control the media. We've got to understand that this is the group, the Sabbatean Kabbalist Luciferians who run the planet through their secret societies and their middle of the night weird meetings down in dungeons and basements in Europe and out in the middle of the woods doing all kinds of weird stuff and human sacrifice. And yes, it still goes on today. This isn't something that stopped going on. We've got to call this mess out for what it is and scream it and chart, yell it from the housetops. Cause guys, I've drawn my line in the sand. I've told you this. I will not take a vaccine, a COVID vaccine. I will not do it. I, like I said, said yesterday, I was already diametrically opposed to these dirty vaccines they're putting in us with all this aluminum and mercury and squalene and everything else in the fetal cells long before the COVID stuff. And now we've got graphene, graphene oxide in the doggone vaccines. What are they going to turn us into a battery? Are we, are we going into the movie The Matrix now? Are we going to be able to be connected into a hive mind to create energy for these entities through a graphene oxide interface into a D-wave computer? I'm speculating because I sure don't know, but it sure is weird to me. That's why we have to continue to tell the truth. I'm saying it again. Please forward this show. Please tell people to listen to the Ted Nelson Brower show. As long as I've got breath, as long as I'm able to do it, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. For this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. I love you guys. Austin, what's your story, buddy? And, and uh, let's, let's, it's your turn. Absolutely. No, and, and, you know, the whole thing that we've seen now with this incident up in D.C., the more you research it, the more you dig down into it, you start to realize this thing was most definitely some aspects of it were a staged false flag initiated by the FBI. There's no reason whatsoever that they would be using this so aggressively to go and basically arrest dissidents. And remember, a lot of these guys, they're not – they're being held without bond. They're not letting them bond out. They're holding them in jail, which is insane from a legal standpoint considering a lot of the individuals that are being held – their charges are you know, assault possibly, trespassing protesting in a Capitol building or picketing in a Capitol building. I mean, they're, they're, they're literally bogus charges, but then you turn right around. And if you guys saw up in Minnesota, which is turning to basically a Islam cult up there. Now it's insane how bad it's getting in some of the areas of basically Minnesota. There's an incident earlier this week, police arrived on a scene, found four women screaming in the hallway with blood all over the walls. Omar Abadik Manin, 
made his first appearance in Olmstead County District Court Thursday after he was arrested and charged with three felony charges, including second-degree assault and two counts of first-degree assault and basically attempted murders, another one that I've been hearing on that. Judge Lisa Hain ordered that he'd be released on bond and that he'd have to submit to electronic ankle monitoring and that he was not allowed to possess any dangerous weapons or firearms. Wait, what? This guy just tried to murder four girls with a machete, a big old kitchen knife, hacking them up in his apartment. And he's released the next day on bond and has to wear an ankle monitor. Are you joking me right now? Do you guys see what's happening? This is exactly why I said everything with February, January 6th has been completely and totally controlled from the very beginning. They knew all these patriots were going to show up, and they needed an ignition. They needed something, a catalyst to spark it. Now, like we said, we've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people now basically been arrested. Bogus charges. There's people who have been arrested for simply recording it and being there. Insane. Also, too, in other news, I found this to be interesting as well. The Pelosi family, basically her husband now, financials have come out. And this is interesting because, of course, nobody will say anything about this in the mainstream media. Her husband, Paul Pelosi, bought call options for Amazon just weeks before the Pentagon announced it was canceling its multi-billion dollar contract with Microsoft and starting a new contract with Amazon, which basically caused Amazon's stock prices to rise to an all-time high, netting Mr. Paul Pelosi roughly $6 million. Oh, yeah. You guys want to know why Amazon's so big? They are the arm of the military-industrial complex as far as their contracting now. Amazon gets almost all of the big contracts. They have an entire DOD subsection. It's like 10 years ago, I remember when everybody was, Amazon this, Amazon that, Amazon's so cool. Uh, Not so cool anymore either when all the businesses start collapsing around you. Everybody going out of business because Amazon's taking everything over. I told her, I said, dude, Amazon's not Amazon. Jeff Bezos not running Amazon. I said, he's a clown. I said, when they got a $600 million no-bid contract to house the CIA servers back in 2012, I think it was, that should have gotten everybody's attention. But yet it didn't. And we're still continuing to see this manipulation and transfer of wealth and the gap getting larger and larger and larger to where the bankers, through their corporate directorships, and basically they own this company that owns this company, and they have shares in this company, and they move everything around. They're controlling everything. This is why the food has become so contaminated over the last 20 to 30 years now. There's only like eight or nine major companies that pretty much own every single food brand name. They're all owned, a couple of them. And that's why they continue to pump everything full of high fructose corn syrup. That's why they don't stop using glyphosate. That's why they pump hydrogenated oils and MSG, basically sodium nitrite. They know it's in the food supply. That's why I told everybody last year, I said, this has nothing to do about health. COVID's not about public health, not about health at all. They're concerned about health. They'd address cigarettes. They'd address high fructose corn syrup, which is the number one contributor to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, high fructose corn syrup. It's like people are having all these liver problems. A lot of them don't even drink. 40, 50 years old, liver shot. Pumping high fructose corn syrup in it all the time. 
we've had a good friend of ours basically found out, you know, he's dying of cancer now. And, you know, he never really wanted to listen to anything. He was always drinking soda, always drinking Mountain Dew, did, did lawn care. And every time I saw him, always drinking Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew. I tell myself, bro, this thing is loaded with high fructose corn syrup, man. That is, that is not good for you. I'm telling you. If, you, if you have one once in a blue moon, your body can process it. I said, it's still not healthy, but it is what it is. I said, when you're drinking three, four, five, six of these every single day, I said, there's going to be side effects from this. I said, in some cases, worse than drinking beer because it's high fructose corn syrup is so toxic to the body, and it's all of it is GMO corn. Remember that as well. So not only are you getting the high fructose corn syrup aspect of it and all of its horrific, basically, side effects, everything in it is all GMO. And this is one of the reasons why so many people are having so many gut problems right now, digestive issues. That's why I continue to tell people, I say, listen, you got to change your diet. You can also add in the L-glutamine and GHI cleanse. That massively decreases inflammation in the gut. This is why we're seeing this epidemic of people having basically all these gastrointestinal diseases because of the food. And so, again, I encourage people, continue to read labels. Look at what you're putting in your body. It is so crucial right now more than ever because I promise you, one thing is for certain. The food is not going to become higher quality. <laughs> just, that's just a fact. As sad as it is, our food has degraded significantly over the last 20 or 30 years, especially since the introduction of glyphosate. So again, I encourage people, continue to get the truth out there and continue to take care of your body and eat clean. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, Dr. Peter, Peter McCullen, professor of medicine at A&M, is now warning. He put a giant red flag out and said that pregnant women should not ever get the COVID shot under any circumstances. Yet a lot of doctors are basically still recommending it. There was no testing, remember? He said women should never take COVID shot. He said COVID-19 risk as far as the actual virus, is, there's very little risk to pregnant women. I know two, two different women that got COVID while they were pregnant. Hammered the vitamin C, D3, breezed right, right through it. And his, in his study, basically, that was just published in the New England Journal of Medicine, which corroborates his discussion. It says the study, preliminary findings of RNA COVID-19 vaccine safety in pregnant persons find that COVID vaccines caused spontaneous abortions in 104 out of the 127 pregnant women. In the study, this means that the vaccine is disrupting critical stages of early prenatal development and is killing four out of five babies in the first 20 weeks of gestation. This is from the New England Journal of Medicine. And we have report after report after report. Everybody's seen it. Facebook, Twitter, people, these women, oh, I'm pregnant. and I'm getting the shot. Two days later, we lost the baby. Horrific. Absolutely horrible. So sad to see this, but it's so troublesome to me that so many people, like Dad said, just putting their head in the sand. That's, that's, not, that's not going on. Don't, don't worry about that. Just get a shot. Get a shot and shut up. I mean, we talked a minute ago, like Biden talking about bringing a task force down to all these states, go knock on your door, ask you if you've been inoculated with an RNA gene editing shot that's full of graphene oxide. Really? You don't have to coerce people to do something that's usually really good and safe for them. You don't have to go knock on somebody's door and try to talk them into doing something if it's really safe and beneficial for them. 
because they already do it because they know it's the right thing to do. There's a reason why only 48% of the U.S. population has been basically inoculated. Nobody wants this stuff in half the population. Nobody wants to get injected. And like we talked yesterday, we have a friend we talked to over in Europe from Switzerland. They're straight up. He said, dude, you pretty much can't do anything without getting a shot. He goes, I, I hate it. Absolutely horrific. I got it, though. He goes, I had, I had no option. I got to be able to work. And it's sad because once that mindset takes root in the brain, it's like a cancer. Once that ideology takes hold, I have to get injected with something against my better judgment so I can function in society, so I'm going to comply. Once they break your will and they allow that, you allow that, I should say, that concept, it will literally kill you because now you are telling them by consent you are not worried about anything. You are giving them complete and total dominating control over your body. You do not have a say anymore what you're injected with or what's put in your body. That is one of the primary principles of why they're trying to force this on everybody right now because before, pretty much shots were pretty much always – you know, whatever. You either got them or you didn't. You know, you get medical exemption, you get religious exemption. A couple states like California have tried to override that, and they've had a hard time. But now, once you start saying the federal power, the all-powerful federal government has the right to basically stick something in you and infect you with a spike protein because it's for your safety, my friends, slippery, slippery slope. And that's exactly why they're pushing it right now because I promise you this is not going to end. <laughs> this isn't going to stop at all. Pfizer now is already working basically on the next phase of what they uh, want to get approved now. I was reading that earlier today. They were discussing how they're basically wanting to go and get their full approval for the third round of the COVID shot. Pfizer is. Kid you not. That's what they're working on right now. Why? Does anybody is anybody have a question that? Article right here from Breitbart. Pfizer seeking approval for third coronavirus vaccine dose. Pfizer is seeking U.S. authorization for a third dose now of the COVID shot outlining Thursday on a top-up shot within 12 months to boost immunity and counter any viral mutant. Pfizer's Dr. Michael Dolston told AP earlier data from the company's booster study suggests people's antibodies need to be boosted with a third dose no later than 12 months after their last dose. <laughs> can't even take this seriously anymore. And the sad part about it is people are going to walk up, roll their sleeves up, and say, thank you, Master. Can I have another one? Can I have another one? This is where we're at. And right now, more than ever, it is so crucial. People are standing up for what they believe and holding their convictions on what they really, truly believe and stand for. And I encourage everybody. Stand up for what you believe, my friends. Thank you again for following Health Masters, for supporting Health Masters, and continuing to wake up your fellow friends and family about what's really going on. What's your next article, Dan? You know, Austin, yesterday we had to get a vacuum cleaner repaired. I mean, it just, you know, to give you a little personal thing here. And we walked into the back, and we had to drive to Tampa to get it done. It's a Dyson vacuum cleaner. It's a pretty good vacuum cleaner. And it's got a good warranty on it. We thought it was still under warranty, but it wasn't. And so we were in there. There was another man coming in, and he wasn't wearing a mask. And he was – you could tell he was type A, real nice guy. 
And he ended up, uh, Sharon was sitting at a chair. The chairs were all socially distanced apart. So she's sitting across the room from me. And I said to her, I said, I'm really happy that you're practicing social distancing. And the guy thought, the guy that's type A thought I was being serious. And he goes, what are you talking about that for? This is, that's over with. It's done. This whole thing's behind us. It's awful. And he's, we start talking. Well, you come to find out, you know, he pretty much is wide awake. And he's a Christian on top of that. So he wanted to get a, you know, he, and I told him, I said, oh, I was just joking with my wife. I said, I'm, I'm being facetious. And he said, well, as I started talking about the talk show, and then I sent him some texts, and he wants to start listening to the show. So I hope he is. But the point is, we're making a difference. We're getting people out there that are talking to people, talking to people, talking to people, talking to people. Let me give you a perfect example. Years ago, I started talking about Wikipedia said on the Wikipedia page for Winston Churchill that he was a druid, druid, like a Satan worshiper. Guess what? That's off the Wikipedia page. Yesterday, I tried to find where Trump was talking about his Tree of Life Award on YouTube because it was on YouTube with multiple sites, and I can't find it anymore. It's gone. Now, maybe you guys can find it and text it to me or send it to me, and I'll repost it on the website. But as far as DuckDuckGoGo, it wasn't there. And I thought, whoa, and I've been talking about that. You see, the thing about it is, is once people start seeing it and seeing what's going on, they've got to start doing damage control, don't they? Because this show is huge, and you guys are sending it everywhere. Thank you, by the way. And more and more people are talking about it. More and people, more people are going to it. All of a sudden, it pops up on their algorithm, on their data points. Wow, people are looking at the video that Donald Trump said his most prestigious award he ever received is the Kabbalah Tree of Life Award. And now we're getting all these hits on this. We've got to make this go away so it's censored and it comes offline. I cannot tell you how many things are coming offline that you can't find anymore. You guys are running into that too. And it's not because they're difficult to find. Many of them are just gone. They've just taken them down and taken all the existing sites because they use their AI, how should I say, algorithm to go in and scan the entire internet and pull this thing off probably 40 or 50 pages deep. And nobody goes 40 or 50 pages. Nobody does that. It takes too long. So that's what's happening everywhere. So if you guys can find that for me with the Kabbalah Tree of Life Award when he's sitting there showing it and basically talking about it. And what happened is the other day it went out as a meme. <laughs> it was a close-up picture of it, and it went out as a meme, and I guess they decided it had to go away. So I can't find it. So if you guys can, that's great. Now let's talk about Donald Rumsfeld. He was the guy who basically – was the Pentagon chief on 9-11. He also has been now accused of dereliction of duty by numerous authors. And he's the one who announced that basically, I think it was him who said that we had $2.3 trillion in missing funds, you know, from the Department of Defense that basically were trying to find. And he was the one who basically, when he was on Mancow's show, you know, when he wrote his book, that when Mancow asked him on like 300 stations at once, how Building 7 came down and how the Solomon Building was involved in all this. And since no planes hit the Solomon Building, and Rumsfeld said, I don't know anything about Building 7. I'm not aware of any of that. <laughs> yeah, that Donald Rumsfeld. You know, the thing about it is, is that, you know, we have to understand that, you know, we've got a lot of people out there in the government who basically, uh, you know, don't tell us the truth of what's going on. And, you know, and they don't want us to know what's really happening behind the scenes, you know. And so here's the thing, you know, this whole thing with 9-11 and with Donald Rumsfeld and everything else. And I'm, I'm just pulled this up again, too. It says Rumsfeld announced the Pentagon audit finds $2.3 trillion missing 
He announces on September the 10th, 2001. And I will go ahead and post this at the Health Masters website so you can see it also. But there's another thing that Rumsfeld did, because this guy was absolute dirty as, as dirt. All right. He's the one who pushed, when he was working as head of the FDA, aspartame into the food supply. The guy has no moral compass whatsoever. And I, and I wrote an article on this, and I posted it years ago. And I'm going to post it back up on the news site, and it's called Aspartame, a Chronicle of Crime. How did a laboratory accident make it into our food supply? 10% of aspartame's, aspartame's molecular structure is paint thinner, and every single monkey in one of the primate studies developed grand mal epileptic seizures from brain cancer to depression. Why are we not told the truth? Now, reading from my article that I wrote, for example, unknown to most NutraSweet consumers, Aspartame breaks down into the body into its component chemicals, including methanol, aspartic acid, phenylalanine, and a little-known chemical called dichetiopeprazine, which degrades to form a nitrosurea, and nitrosureas are the most effective agent known to man for producing <laughs> malignant brain tumors. And I've had multiple friends die of brain tumors who would not stop drinking aspartame. There are literally, in my opinion, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people affected negatively about aspartame and what it's done. It also has been linked to blindness and optic nerve degradation. It also has been shown to basically cause massive memory problems and severe headaches. I remember when I first tried this. I mean, I actually tried this product when it first came out because I thought, wow, because they put little gumballs in everybody's mailboxes. You guys don't really believe that happened, but it did. If you were around, you remember that being sweetened with aspartame because they were pushing this product. And because of the Delaney Amendment, it was literally – impossible for it to be approved because the Delaney Amendment said anything that caused cancer could not be put into the food supply. Imagine that. Well, they completely ignored that, and they did it. Now, think about that for a second. In August of 1977, another team of FDA investigators under the direction of Jerome Bressler investigated serious research practices on safety of aspartame and published the Bressler Report. The report cited that during one of Cerny's animal research programs on the safety of aspartame, which was never reported to the FDA, 98 of the 196 animals died during the study, half dead. The FDA investigators found that rather than try to discover what killed these lab animals immediately, Cerny's team did not perform autopsies until some instances over one full year after the animals' deaths. In addition to that <laughs> – in June 1979, five years after the Olean Turner's request, the FDA finally established a public board of inquiry that stated the purpose of this board was to investigate and rule on the safety issues surrounding NutraSweet. And it was not until January of 1980 that PBI finally began looking into the hearings. As a result of the report, the FDA itself began to become more and more skeptical of Searley's research information. And so what ended up happening is the scientist who was working for the FDA – was offered a job with G.D. Searley's law firm. You cannot make this up, and he took the job. Now think about that for a second. And then the statute of limitations ran out on what was going on, and Rumsfeld approved aspartame. Now I'm not going to read you this whole thing because it would take me a full 30 minutes to read it, but I want you to go to the website, healthmasters.com. I'm going to pull this, put, put this on the website, or you go to Healthmasters' website itself and just put aspartame and chronicle crime in there, and you can read it. But that was Donald Rumsfeld, man who decided to talk about $2.3 trillion at the Pentagon that was lost. How do you lose $2.3 trillion? Oh, by the way, just let's all let you know, we lost $2.3 trillion last month or last year. 
How do you do you realize how much money that is? I mean, we're talking like a train load of money. This is a lot of cash just disappeared. Well, what ended up happening is the accounting group that was working at the Pentagon looking for this was the recipient of a not an airplane, probably a missile, my speculation, because I didn't see it, that went into the side of the Pentagon and basically destroyed all of the information, all of the research, and killed the accountants who were working on it the next day. Just thought I'd mention that. And General Stubblebine, he was interesting. They asked him about what was going on and what hit the Pentagon. And he goes, I don't know what hit the Pentagon. He goes, but I can tell you what didn't hit the Pentagon was an airplane. He says there were no wing marks. It was like an 18-foot round hole in the side of the Pentagon, which later collapsed to the roof, and there were no wing marks. He said it was not an airplane. It was probably a missile, in my opinion, in Ted Brower's opinion, I think a lot of other people's opinions. And the reality was all of the film footage from all of the videotape from all of the security cameras surrounding the Pentagon were seized and declared basically national you know, secret, top secret or whatever you want to call it so nobody could see them. Finally, a few years later, we, through the Freedom of Information Act, the Patriots got a couple of frames which showed the Pentagon being hit by something, but it showed no airplane. Yeah. So that Donald Rumsfeld is dead. And ding dong, the low life is gone. Good riddance to him. The only time I've ever you ever heard me say that before was when that <laughs> that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, when I, when I played, actually played from the Wizard of Oz, ding dong, the witch is gone, the wicko witch, that's dead, the, the Kabbalah witch is dead. Guys, there are certain people out there, like Rumsfeld and Ginsburg, that are so evil and so bad that you can't be happy that they're even alive, and you got to be rejoicing when they depart the planet. And guys, there's some weird people out there that involve some weird stuff and some weird cover-ups. But I want to cover that about Rumsfeld today because I had not talked about that the other day when he had died. I'm just glad the guy's off the planet. Austin, what are you thinking? What's your next story? Yeah, there there are some people that, you know, they do not bring any benefit to society. In fact, all they bring is greed and corruption and just absolute avarice. You know, we went to the meeting the other day. We had another County commissioner, planning commissioner meeting for the county because there's a whole area for a subdivision. We talked about it yesterday, and I, I told mom this the other day. I said, here's what bothers me so bad about this. It's low density. They want to change it to medium density now to put in this huge townhouse complex to add even more units to it. I said, here's what's irritating to me is the fact that it's already been approved for low-density residential, it's already set up, and they can build immediately low-density residential. And now here they are coming back, getting an attorney firm to try to rezone it so they can do whatever they want. And I said it's absolute pure greed and avarice now. There's no – it's not, oh, we're trying to make it better. No, they're not. They're trying to do everything they can to whore out these areas that basically they bought in cheap because we had cheap land over here because it was all orange groves. This is what these clowns do. They rape and pillage wherever they go, and then when they're done, they leave it in a heaping trash pile and go to the next one and do the same thing. This is why I've really, really encouraged anybody that's moved down here that's going to be a Florida resident now. As Grady Judd said, do not move to Florida and vote stupid like you did in the state you're fleeing from. And he was very sincere when he said that. 
there's certain things you cannot do over and over and over and over again and get any type of positive results. One of those is voting for communist Democrats that are hardcore leftists that are pushing basically communism and socialism. It only ends one way. Communism's always a failed state. It's never been successful. That's why when you argue with a communist, all you do is argue yourself in circles with them because there, there is no meeting point. There, you can't talk logic to somebody that's that ignorant. That is what it is. And so this is what they've been trying to promote globally now with this COVID lockdown, these restrictions, this free money. It's crazy to me now how many people still are working, just, just living off the government. They're happy to do so, got their unemployment, got their COVID checks, get their money now basically for their kids that Biden's sending out, you know, $3,600 per kid. I mean, you, you couldn't come up with a better socialist plan to get everybody involved and say, oh, there's a virus out there. Don't work. We'll pay you not to work. It's embarrassing, guys. And this is not what America was founded on. Also, too, in other news, very, very excited and hopefully Rand Paul will push this through. He has now said that he'll be introducing legislation as soon as the Senate session returns to do a full immediate repeal of mask mandates on planes. He went out and said, when the Senate session returns, I'll be introducing an immediate repeal of the mask mandate on planes. Enough time to stop this farce and let people travel in peace. He's exactly right. Uh, most people don't realize the FAA, FAA has now fined 83 different passengers in 2021 already to a total of 6,000, excuse me, $682,000 in fines in the last seven months for not wearing masks. The highest amount, the largest penalty was a $22,000 fine to a man traveling to Orlando on Frontier who brought his own alcohol on board and basically intimidated a stewardess for refusing to wear a mask. You hear what I'm saying? The FAA is fining people for not wearing masks. I didn't even know the FAA can fine you if you're not a pilot. But apparently they can. Apparently they are now the Gestapo branch of the heirs. <laughs> so now they're saying if you do not wear a mask and a stewardess asks you to wear a mask, fair to comply with a stewardess is basically a breach of FAA guidelines and rules, and you're now going to be fined. Fined. This is why Rand Paul is going to be pushing this legislation. I really, really hope. He can ramrod this through because this whole thing's enough. Like Dad said, you guys, you know, when you go to the vacuum place, dude, it's enough. It's over with. We, we, we got played last year. The very beginning, we got played. There was a virus floating around, and we we're completely and totally lied to about the origins, about where it came from, about what it was doing, about all the natural protocols that were super effective and worked, including hydroxychloroquine. And the reason why, and I told you guys this. The reason why they banned hydroxychloroquine and they basically discounted any and all research showing intravenous vitamin C, uh, you know, the quercetin, the zinc, the hydroxychloroquine, they said it could not work and it was actually harmful, which we now know is a complete and total lie. All those were much more beneficial than doing nothing and put them on a ventilator, was because the only way to get emergency use authorization for a vaccine is that there are no other available options that are approved. That is why. 
they had to make sure there was no other option in order to get an emergency use authorization on this death jab. That's why they told everybody, nothing works, don't do anything, you can't do anything, just go to the hospital, get on a ventilator, and die. That's basically what they said. My thing was, if anything even has a remotely positive option of working and it's not basically harmful, why not try it? Why not approve it? Why not encourage it? Well, because they wanted to try to get the maximum ROI they could on this virus. That is exactly what we're seeing now. And again, like I said, with Pfizer rolling out their third dose now, this is going to continue to go on until people just stop and say, no, absolutely not. We are not going to deal with this anymore. But I was shocked when I saw that. What, what do you think about that? Now, the FAA fining people for not wearing a mask. How, how do they legally do that? Do you even know? Well, they probably don't have the ability to do that unless they're completely in charge of regulating all air traffic and passengers, which they might be. But again, these fines are not laws. They're basically, you know, edicts that have been put out by the, you know, by the FAA, if they're indeed even real, because they can pretty much do whatever they want to do, I guess. And if they put the fines out there and people don't pay it, then they run it through the Justice Department and the Justice Department, whether they choose to or not, can say, oh, this person hasn't paid this fine, though it may not be a legal, basically fine. And they can get themselves put in jail if they don't pay the fine. So it, it goes right back to all the other things that these non-elected bureaucrats do all of the time. Also, they come in and they make all of these rules and regulations. It's probably some type of regulation that if you don't follow that regulation, I, I know with with pilots, you know, I've got friends who are pilots, and I know that in, you know they have so many rules and so many regulations they have to follow all of the time. I mean, it's and I understand that pilots have to follow rules and regulations because you're flying around in a in an airplane that's loaded with fuel, it can cause all kinds of damage if it comes down. And so you've got to obey the regulations. And if you don't, they simply take your pilot license away. So you can't fly anymore. And if you try to fly again, they put you in jail. So they probably have the authority under some type of regulatory agency as far as putting regulations out there, Austin, that they can do that. But that doesn't mean it's kind of like masks. It's like when the CDC says, we're going to enforce masks on everybody, and it's not a law. Nobody voted on that. Nobody put that in power. The Congress didn't do that. The CDC did. Another regulatory agency. And this is the problem that you run into. By the way, this is crazy. The, uh, the leftists are freaking out now because all over the country they're trying to allow cameras in classrooms with students. You need to turn your, you need to turn your microphone, Austin. In fact, this is an article that says from Breitbart. It says leftists freak out at the thought of cameras exposing, exposing fanatical critical race theory teachers. The far left Huffington Post is freaking out over Tucker Carlson's suggestion that cameras be placed in public school classrooms. And quite frankly, they need to be placed in public school classrooms. I remember my son Harrison a few years ago. He videotaped someone, one of his law professors, and the guy was swimming on the floor. Very, very liberal law professor. You think, well, he was swimming on the floor? Was there a swimming pool? No, he was just doing the backstroke on the floor. He was pretending like he was swimming. And Harrison said, Dad, you got to see this. And I'm like, wow, this guy's a Harvard grad. <laughs> and just before that, a few years ago, he was basically cited by the university because he basically did a strip tease in front of the class. Oh, yeah. So he apparently videotaped that, too. He went down right all the way down to his underwear, I think down to his boxers before he went naked in class. And he got cited on that one. Even with tenure, he was told that that was a no-no. You couldn't do strip teases. What do you do, play burlesque music? And blah, 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 blah. What do we what do, we do, burlesque music now in the doggone classroom while the professor strips? Well, it's the same thing they're doing all over the country now with this critical race theory. 
they really, really want to come after white people because white people are the, Jew, are the Christians that have come out and have worked for decades and decades and for hundreds of years trying to maintain some type of civility in the United States. And we got to understand that. It's the Protestant work ethic that built the United States. You know, I understand that there were a lot of slaves here. I got that, especially in the southern states. I got it. But my, my grandfather came over like in 1880 from Germany up in Iowa. He worked his butt off, had a bunch of kids. They all worked their all, all of them worked their butts off working on the farms. And, and they worked hard. They didn't be slaves. And so we need to realize it wasn't just the, on the backs of slaves that this country was founded. And critical race theory is trying to make all white people horrible, horrible people that all deserve death, I guess, by guillotine. I don't know. And all this hatred and all, and all of this is hate speech is designed to do one thing, and that's to divide the people of the United States to make us easier to conquer and take over. By the way, CNN, if you want to listen to the communist news network or the constant negative news, medical analyst Dr. Reiner says it's time to start mandating vaccines. Well, yeah, they're going to be pushing that through their CNN you know, mouthpiece, aren't they? And another article, whistleblower in Albuquerque school says social studies are recommending books all about race, queerness, and Zen teaching, everything against Christianity. It's nuts this is happening. And let's not forget Marvel. Marvel Studio executive now promises more LGBTQ representation in upcoming projects. And this is how you destroy the Marvel franchise. This is how you do it. You put a bunch of gays in there. You say, well, why do you say that? Well, because only about 2% of the population is really gay. The other 98% don't really want to be involved with that or promoting that, as far as I can tell. So the reality is, is that you want to get people not to go to the movies, do that. Just promote the homosexual agenda. We talked about that in depth yesterday, where that comes from. And guys, remember, Jesus is the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. He is the great I am. He is the alpha. He is the omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. And he said we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Always remember that because if we keep our hearts and our minds in Jesus, we have hope. We have to maintain hope. It's so important because remember, guys, Jesus died for you. He came here on this planet. God Almighty basically came in human form to basically be here for you so that you would be delivered from the evil one. Always remember that. Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ. Have a great weekend. Listen to Austin tonight on the Hagman Show. God bless you guys. I appreciate you. Austin finishes up, and I will talk to you guys on Monday. Yes, it'll be a good Hagman Show today. i got a bunch more stuff lined up that we're going to be covering. And uh, just I encourage everybody, sign up for the free weekend newsletter if you haven't already done so. We send out articles, we send out specials, we send out basically links to the show. So we try to make it as easy as possible to get this information and allow our customers and listeners to basically also get the information out there. Because that is one of the biggest things that we can all do right now is getting the truth. There's a reason why Facebook and Twitter and all these communist platforms are completely and totally censoring everything. Anything that comes up that's not the narrative, it's censored now. It's gotten insane, the level of censoring, and there's a reason why they do not want the truth being spoken of. This is very, very just classic of communism is the silencing of any and all opposition. You're not allowed to talk about it like dad talked about in Germany and over there. It's, it's forbidden to talk about the Third Reich, the Nazis, Mein Kampf, or any of it. You're not even allowed to talk about it. It's forbidden. It's verboten, as they say. Can't bring it up. 
That's exactly where we are headed right now in this country. And it all started with the politically correct agenda under the gay Kenyan Obama when he was in office. Once that started and everybody started having to basically be aware of what they said because it may be offensive to somebody else. You can't say it. That was the very beginning of it, and that planted the seed to where we're at now, to where you can't even say anything half the time now without it being some type of hate crime or hate speech. But yet you can have complete and total perverted pedophilia-promoting men in the choir group sing and joke and talk about basically perverting your children and turning them gay. That's perfectly okay, though. You just have to tolerate that. No, my friends, we're not going to tolerate it. We're going to call it out for what it is, and we're not going to sit back and accept it and give them our consent to it. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com, the ultimate multiple on sale right now. Be sure to check it out. And also the CoQ10 Ubiquinol, one of the best, most effective formulas on the market. Very, very good for the heart. That's on sale for product of the week right now. Y'all voted, and it won. And be sure to vote for whatever you want to see when next we got cholesterol x cortisol buster adrenal support a bunch of great products as far as on the roster this week so be sure to check that out and vote for what you want to see when thank you again my friends have a blessed safe awesome night enjoy your weekend i'll be on the hagman show tonight and i'll talk to you on this show monday as always